Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, friends and faithful listeners, happy Friday, and thank you for choosing to tune into the P4E Ministries podcast this morning on this lovely Friday morning. And uh, I hope that you have a fantastic weekend coming up. Let me know what you're doing this weekend. Um, I know that it's Derby week this week here in America. So if you guys watch the Kentucky Derby, let me know. Or if you have any Derby parties or anything like that. I know some people actually do the Derby parties in their own homes and everyone dresses up and wears the big hats and everything. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. We actually went to um, opening night of the Derby last Saturday and uh, it's not the same, but it's still a lot of fun and we enjoy that a lot. But anyway, guys, let's go ahead and turn in our Bibles to Genesis chapter 48 and we will be reading verses 1 through 10 this morning. As always, I will be reading out of the WEB version or the World English Bible version, but you should read out of whatever version you're comfortable with reading out of. So let's go ahead and read these verses. After these things, someone said to Joseph, Behold, your father is sick. He took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Someone told Jacob and said, Behold, your son Joseph has come to see you. And Israel strengthened himself and sat on the bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. Now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine, Ephraim and Manasseh, even as Reuben and Simeon will be mine. Your offspring, whom you become the father of after them, will be yours. They will be called after the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Padan, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was still some distance to come to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, also called Bethlehem. Israel saw Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, These are my sons whom God has given me here. He said, Please bring them to me and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim for his age, so that he couldn't see well. Joseph brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. I mentioned on Wednesday when we talked about Genesis 47 that I wasn't sure if uh, Jacob had died or not at the end of the chapter. Perhaps he could have, and this next chapter here, chapter 48, happened before the instance in Genesis 47, but one of the reasons I said that I wasn't sure if he had died or not at the end of the last chapter was just because I had read ahead and knew what was going to happen in Genesis 48. So obviously here, Jacob is still very much alive, in uh, Genesis 48, but he's very sick. And Joseph hears that his father is very sick by somebody and uh, someone tells Joseph, your, your father's sick, you should go see him. And this is all of God's words coming true because if you remember um, when Joseph and uh, Jacob had first met up, Jacob had had a dream from God saying that Joseph was actually going to be at Jacob's bedside when Jacob died. So this is all of God, of course, telling the truth and everything God's saying coming true. 
So it says here in verse 1 that Joseph went to go see him and he actually brought his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. Now many people believe that Joseph did have more children than Manasseh and Ephraim, but since Manasseh and Ephraim were born to him before um, Jacob came to Egypt, this is the reason why he brought these two sons to go visit Jacob on his deathbed. And so it says here in verse 2 that somebody told Jacob that his son Joseph was here to see him. So it says that Israel strengthened himself. So he was very sick. He was very weak and he was very old. He was 147 years old at this point. And so he strengthens himself with as, with as much uh, force as he can muster and he sits up on his bed. And so Joseph comes in to see Jacob, comes into the tent or wherever they're living. And it says, that Jacob said to Joseph at this point, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, I will make you fruitful. I will multiply you. I will make you a company of peoples and I will give you this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. So he's telling Joseph all of this stuff because Joseph is this Egyptian official. I personally believe that Jacob does not want Joseph to forget his roots, to forget that he has the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession. I think Jacob, in a sense, wants Joseph to want to return to Canaan at one point and want to have that land that he was blessed with. I was also reading somewhere that, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but some people believe that Jacob even thought of Joseph as his firstborn son, because technically... And I can kind of see where they're coming from. Technically, um, Rachel was Jacob's only lawful wife, in a sense. Leah was not supposed to be married to Jacob, and neither was Bilhah or Zilpah, which were um, Jacob's concubines. So Leah was technically the wife that he loved and uh, considered to be his his lawful wife. So the fact that uh, he's bringing Joseph in to tell him all this stuff... It's it's a possibility that Jacob did consider Joseph to be his um, firstborn son, legitimate son, and stuff like that. Now, I don't know if that's the case. That is complete speculation, but I thought I should throw that out there as well. But I do believe that Jacob did not want Joseph to become comfortable in Egypt, even though uh, Egypt had treated Joseph extremely well and he was a powerful official there. I don't think Jacob wanted Joseph to be comfortable. So this is why he's telling him all this stuff that, you know, the land of Canaan belongs to our family. God promised it to us. He promised it to Abraham. He promised it to my father and he appeared to me in loose and he promised it to me as well. And so after this, it says, uh, Jacob is still continuing to talk to Joseph. And he says in verse five here, now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine, Ephraim and Manasseh, even as Reuben and Simeon will be mine. And so he, he's basically adopting Ephraim and Manasseh, which were Joseph's two sons that had been born before Jacob had gotten there. And he, I think Jacob doesn't know that Ephraim and Manasseh are standing right there. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But he's, he's talking about Ephraim and Manasseh, saying that he's going to adopt these two sons as his own. Rather than being his grandsons, they are going to become his, his heirs, his sons. And uh, I think 
part of the reason he did this was to honor Rachel, because here's what he says next. As for me, when I came from Padanaram, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the way when there was still some distance to come to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, also called Bethlehem. He probably wanted more kids by Rachel, who was his favorite wife. We know all about Rachel and Jacob and Leah and their stories and how ridiculous their entire family dynamic really was and everything like that. But Rachel died young. She died with only two sons and she died in childbirth with Benjamin. So this was also a way to honor Rachel and to um, remember her that he's going to adopt two more sons that had come from Joseph and consider them his own sons as well. He says, they will be mine even as Reuben and Simeon will be mine. So basically, Reuben and Simeon are the two firstborn sons he had with Leah. And so um, it says here that your offspring, uh, whom you became the father of after them, will be yours. Um, So I'm not quite sure what that means. I'm That might be referring to Joseph's other sons, perhaps. They will be called after the name of your brothers in their inheritance. Or I'm sorry, their brothers in their inheritance. Okay, so that is what that means. Basically, any sons that Joseph has from that point on will be under the tribes of either Ephraim or Manasseh. Because we know that the sons that uh, Jacob has, minus Joseph, they all become the 12 tribes of Israel. So Manasseh and Ephraim, though they are actually Jacob's grandsons, also become the tribes of Israel. And so he says that any of Joseph's children from then on will become part of the tribe of either Ephraim or Manasseh. And so it says here that Israel saw Joseph's sons and said, who are these? And when I when I first read that, I was perplexed. I'm like, wait a second, how does he not remember? And my first thought was, um, he's old and he can't remember things, but that wasn't the case. It says here in verse 10 that Israel was actually going blind. So he didn't realize that Ephraim and Manasseh were standing there with Joseph. He could probably see their shadows and everything and realize that there were somebody with Joseph there, but he didn't realize that these were actually Ephraim and Manasseh and he had just been talking about them to Joseph's face and to Ephraim and Manasseh's face, actually. And so he asks Joseph, he's like, Who, who's with you? And so Joseph says to his father, they are my sons whom God has given me here. And so it says after that, that Jacob asked Joseph to bring the children to him. Now, these weren't really children at this point. They would have been probably young men, 20-year-old men, or um, at least te- old teenagers at this point older teenagers, I should say, at this point, because we know that Jacob had been in Egypt for 17 years, and these children were were born before um, Jacob even got there. So yes, these, these kids here were now in their 20s, probably. And so it says here in verse 10 that Israel had been going blind for some time. He couldn't see very well. And so Joseph brought the children to him because, you know, Jacob couldn't get up to to greet his grandchildren. He was very sick. He kissed them and he embraced them. So he is finally taking them under his wing practically and um, showing affection to two children who he now considers 
his sons and he embraces embraces them he hugs them he doesn't mind that they were born of an egyptian woman he doesn't care about any of that he just loves these children they are um his his now adopted children in a sense and they have just as much right to an inheritance by jacob as any of his other children do as well so we will discuss the rest of this chapter on let's see here on monday so join me then at 6 a.m i ask that you have a fantastic weekend this weekend i'm not going to keep you for too much longer this was kind of a shorter episode today but that's all right we can uh, discuss this more on monday but friends and faithful listeners have a happy and wonderful weekend God bless and happy listening.